Hi, I'm Heather Yang. I'm a podcaster, entrepreneur, consultant, and a parent at the primary day school in the suburb of Washington, D.C. In this podcast, you will hear the insight about primary day school from the head of school, teachers, students, and parents to discuss PDS value, belief, diversity, and inclusion, not just academic, but also our life. Welcome to the Beacon Voices, a podcast for primary day school. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Heather, and today we are lucky to invite the primary day school's pre-K teachers, Miss Layton and Miss Mashidi. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you, Heather? Hi. Good. Uh, so I had both of them as my kids' uh, pre-K teacher, and I know both of them. So, uh, but not you know, every of you know them. So, could you please let us know more about your background? Start from Miss Layton. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. So I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. I went to BGSU, Bowling Green State. Um, so I taught preschool in Ohio for three to five years. I actually um, taught special ed, um, and I taught preschool as well as well as pre-K. So in preschool, they were three to five year olds. Um, so I had a little bit bigger of a range there. And then I moved to Bethesda about two years ago, and I've been at Primary Day ever since. Um, so I actually was a part of like a it's called Southern Teachers, um, a headhunters company that. Helps teachers find jobs in different states, um, and I got the interview at Primary Day, and I remember vividly. You know, it was back during COVID, right? So we weren't in person, um, and I was all the way in Ohio, so I had to do a Zoom interview. Um, and they had an interview committee, and I remember meeting Jacqueline Knarish, our math specialist, and then Ryan Manalo, our director of diversity. Um, and I just remember like their warm welcome and just the way they spoke of the school and how it was such a small knit community. Um, and I just remember kind of getting goosebumps and being really excited for the opportunity. So now that I'm here, yes, we are lucky to have you. Uh, many people don't know that you have been here for just uh, one year or two years. They just yes. feel like it's very natural you're a part of us. Oh, well, thank yes. you. I'm yeah. happy to be here. It feels like it's a part of me now. Yes. So what about you, Miss Mercedes? Can you let us know more about your background? Sure. Um, I grew up in Pennsylvania, and I've always loved working with children. My favorite summer job was actually working as a camp counselor at a local park, and the director gave us all the freedom to come up with like our own crafts and our own ideas for games. And we had so much fun working together, planning out what we would do. That was like the turning point in my life where it solidified that I definitely wanted to be a teacher. Um, I went to college at Kutztown University and I was so excited to learn all I could. So I took a lot of classes over the summer and I ended up graduating in three and a half years and so my very first teaching job in the spring was covering a maternity leave actually at the elementary school where I attended as a child. And then that summer I interviewed and I ended up accepting a position for a second grade job. So I taught second grade in Pennsylvania for three years and then I moved to Florida and I taught first grade in Gainesville, Florida when I got married. And then I took a big break from teaching when I had my children and then when my youngest began kindergarten, I knew I wanted to begin teaching again. And a friend's mother was the art teacher at primary day. And he suggested that I stop by and take a peek at primary day. So I did. And I met with Mrs. Plum. And when she told me that the school was a pre-K to second grade school, I remember her telling me that. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's like the dream school. And that would be my dream job. And so as soon as the position opened up, I accepted it, and I've been at Primary Day since 2009. Great. 
Um, so I know that you know it's the school is from pre K to second grade, and uh, there are got to be some arrangements that school want you to keep teaching pre K. But I bet this is also your desire too. So why do you prefer teaching pre K rather than like K to second grade? So yeah, absolutely. I think you know in pre K. I always say they're like sponges, right? So, like when you think about a sponge, and it literally just absorbs everything. It truly does. Um, and I think it's really special that we have the opportunity to instill a love for learning, right? So, it's a lot of the times in pre-K, it's their first time that they're away from their families in an academic setting, other than you know maybe a daycare or even preschool, maybe a little bit more play-based. Um, so, when we have the opportunity to teach them about letters and numbers for the very first time in a way through play and in a way that connects with them and things that they like. Um, so you know, we're not just saying what number is this, what number is this. You know, we're on the floor talking about blocks and where if they like cars and trucks and dinosaurs and you know, so all that just engaging through play um, and just everything that comes along with it. You know, in the middle of the day, you're you know you're asking a question about letters and they're like, today for lunch I did this and at home and so it's just all the kind of the natural, just the part of them, right? Um, so absolutely, I think it's just like the character behind the age and. The opportunity to play and the opportunity to allow them to um, be themselves and figure out what it's like to be in school and figure out how fun learning can be and you know all the opportunities that they have and they kind of develop. You know, you're teaching little humans. You're teaching them how to be a human, right? Yeah. They haven't been a part of a community. They haven't been with this many other children before. Um, so it's fun to watch them grow into themselves. Yes. What about you, Miss? Well, I think pre-K is the most magical year um, mm -hmm. because I think that. Like your students are just discovering their potential. And most students, as Molly said, you know, it's their first opportunity to be a part of a big group and to be around so many other children. And I think they enter pre-K a bit shy and nervous. And what's really exciting for us to see is how they leave pre-K filled with confidence. Our students discover like through the course of the year that they're readers, mathematicians, scientists, like they become big thinkers. And so they walk out of our classroom on that last day of school so excited and so happy. And it's just a really fun year to be a part of that. And I remember the things I did in pre-K. You know, you mm -hmm. think back of like your pre-K teacher and, um, you know, obviously because of COVID, we haven't had a lot of opportunity for field trips, but we had one this past fall and being able to take them to the apple orchard and being able to take them to the pumpkin patch and those types of things that they haven't done before and watching them experience those new life experiences. Yes, um, I totally agree that the pre-K is the most magical year and maybe also the most challenging year because our kids coming from totally different families, speak different language. Maybe their parents are already local or maybe they are first generation or maybe they are from another state of the United States. And also at the same time, maybe some kids are homeschooled. Maybe some kids are coming from a big daycare or some kids from a family daycare or taken care of by their grandparents. Yeah. So it's a, a lot of variable. So how do you ensure to, you know, make them, you know, to the common ground and make them to pre-sure, to prepare for the kindergarten and the following years? You know, I think that's something that speaks to um, Ryan Manalo, and I know he was on a previous episode, so if you haven't listened to that, you can go back and learn a little bit more about him. Yeah. But, you know, at Primary Day, we're lucky to have our diversity program because he is such a phenomenal resource, resource for us as teachers. Um, so, you know, we have a lot of different... Um, books and stuff in the classroom that, you know, in the beginning of the year, we talk about all about me. So in pre-K, that's one of our very first social studies units. And we get to learn about our families and we get to learn about 
um, the things that we like to do in our culture and our holidays. And, you know, we started the Be Go Feathers program this year, which is something through our diversity program. And parents are allowed to come in and talk to about Lunar New Year and talk about whatever it is that they celebrate. Um, and I think that's really meaningful for the children, because like you said, Heather, a lot of times, you know, you just know what you've grown up with. You know what your family looks like. You know what your family and what your traditions are. Um, but when you come to a new place, sometimes it can be a little intimidating that things people celebrate things that you don't, and you have to learn about those. Um, so I think Primary Day does a great job of embracing those differences um, and teaching us that it's something that we should be proud of and that we should help educate others about because we're not expected to know everything, right? And yes. We don't grow up celebrating the same things, and that's okay, and that's something to celebrate. Yeah, Perfect. I agree with Molly. I think that our community is a very welcoming community. Mm -hmm. And we just initiated, as Molly said, the Beacos Feathers program. And that's been such a wonderful thing to be a part of because we are inviting families in to share their culture. And, you know, we, we just celebrated Lunar um, New Year and it was really exciting for the children to be a part of it and for them to get a red envelope for the first time mm -hmm. and to see how other children celebrate in their traditions at their homes and bringing that all together. And we all become a melting pot of all these fabulous traditions and, and customs and cultures. And it's just a really nice thing to have that primary day really focuses on. Yes. So um, both of you have taught in other schools. So what do you think made PDS so unique compared to other schools or especially on the pre-K level? Absolutely. So I remember coming here last year, right? And you hear about Biko. Yeah. So, you know, before even starting, you know, in the interview, they talk to you about Biko and, you know, you're Googling it before you're preparing for the interview and you're like, what's a Biko, right? <laughs> and you're like, is Biko a real bird? And, you know, Google's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and so then you get on the interview and you, you, you go, you know, I have to ask. I tried to, you know, do my prep work for this interview and I don't know what Biko is. And so then they explain to you, right? It's because the imaginary bird, right? He's the magic of primary day, and he truly is. And just getting talk, just talking about it right now, I get goosebumps. Um, so coming in the midst of COVID, right? My first year last year, 2021 to 2022, we couldn't do Bicos, right? So there was no in-person assemblies. Um, so we were lucky enough to have the technology to be able to do Bico Zooms. And so I got to see a little aspect of it and kind of what it looked like. Um, but I vividly remember this past fall, the very first Biko in person and watching it come to life and watching the kids get up on stage and watching their peers watch them. And you work so hard and they memorize a poem and then they recite the poem and there's announcers and they sing a song that Mrs. McFeeders has helped them practice for so long. And then all the parents and just everyone standing up to sing Hail to Biko. Um, and what a special part of this school that it is. And I think that's something that you don't find many other places. Um, you know, going back to my last school, we didn't have nearly as many times we got together as a community. And even if we did assemblies, that wasn't something we invited parents in for. So I think it's a very unique opportunity that parents have the chance to come in once a month um, to watch your children grow. And then it's all throughout the years, right? So all four years here, if you start in pre-K and end in second grade, you get to watch your child go up as a four-year-old and then you get to watch your child go up as a senior citizen, as we call it, as an eight-year-old. And they get to go up and be the head of the school and, you know, sing. And you just watch that growth. And I think that's something that you don't get in very many other places. Yes. Um, I just think Primary Day is a really special place. And I really think you can't get a sense of how special it is until you actually become a part of it. Um, the first time I entered the building, I could feel the energy and the enthusiasm of the teachers and the students. But when you become a teacher or a parent or a student here, 
that is when you truly experience how unique and special our school is. Every single day, our students, like Molly said, are being challenged and encouraged, and every day they are being nurtured and cared for, and every day it's like we're adding a single brick to build the strongest educational foundation possible for them, and after four years at primary day, our students have all the tools they need to achieve the highest level of success in third grade and beyond. Yes, uh, I'm total with you because uh, just as you know, Miss Layton said, um, I agree that not every school has this you know monthly assembling, especially inviting right. your parents and the graduated alumni back, which are exactly. your siblings. Yeah. Uh, so as a parent. Here, being for four, you know more than four years, I have noticed so many toddlers or babies yes. coming into the pre-K, the newest pre-K students, and uh, I watched so many kids graduated from primary day going into London or Houghton Arms or Cityville, and then they come back. This moment is really truly magical that you must uh, you know experience it yes. to feel what's the feel like. Uh, and also another thing is that also as a parent, I have been visiting so many schools in this area. Yes. And we all know we live in a very wealthy and uh, good neighborhood yes. that there are so many amazing schools, best teacher, best facility. Yeah, it's competitive. But just as you know, Ms. Mashidi just mentioned, I do agree that I can feel the different energy and the vibe uh, each school brings. Mm-hmm. That there are certain schools, they have fancy buildings, they have the best facility. But when you step, you step into it, you look at the kids, you're like, oh, I don't think my kids will fit in here. Where's or the magic? Right? Yeah, but, uh, or... I I feel like they are not, not not like the kids I'm looking for or expecting. Right. So you know that's not the right place for kids, right. regardless you know how fancy the building or how advanced is their technology or something like that. Um, but primary day, on the other hand, is you know smaller size and right. only have four grades exactly. and only do pre K to second. But also at the same time, it's a closer and a smaller community to bring everybody together, not just uh, the kids, but also their parents, their siblings, right. and even their grandparents. And even the yeah. you know the brand new pre K students coming in have the chance to get to know the second graders because of our assemblies and because of those yes. connections. And you know how many schools invite every student up to celebrate their birthday in front of the entire school, right? So often you celebrate birthdays inside your classroom, but you're not celebrated by the entire school. And then on top of that, you get Bico powder. And even if you no longer go here and you have a sibling that used to go here, you get Bico powder to take home to them, right? That's something that you don't see in other places. Yes. And also it touches me every time that, you know, uh, (laughs) Miss Najika always saying, Please do remember to take the pickle powder, powder back out. to your, right. you know, little like, brother your or your bigger right, your sister yes. for who and whom. And she can remember all those kids' siblings' names. Yes, yes. exactly. Yes. Absolutely. And yeah, I think yeah. because once you're part of primary day, you're always part of primary day. Yeah. That never goes away. And yeah. I mean, I've actually met adults like that are 40, 50 years mm-hmm. old. <laughs> and you say to them, oh, I'm a teacher at primary day. And they just, their eyes light up and they mm-hmm. start singing Hail to Biko. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This is like 35, 40 years ago and you're still remembering Hail to Biko and your eyes are lighting up from your experience as a young child and that's where the magic is. And you know what? And that's what one of my workout instructors, he went to primary day actually and he's around, I think he's in his 40s and he asked me when he figured out that I was a teacher at primary day, he goes, Does, do they still give Biko powder? And I was like, they do. You can come back for an alumni and you can get it for your birthday. And his face just lit up. And like Lori said, I mean, he's a 40-year-old man. Yeah. So, I mean, that's extremely special. Yeah, I still remember there are big kids coming back. Like there's a senior uh, high school. Yes. And they still coming back for Mr. Jacob uh, whenever there are big yeah. exam going on. They yeah. come back to ask for the Biko powder. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... Um, 
Uh, we all we just talked about that you know we are in such a competitive neighborhood and we we are so lucky to have a great selection of choices and schools. Right. Uh, so, what is one thing you would like to share with the future families that if they are considering whether they should join Primary Day? Absolutely, I think something you know we always say that it's the most important years, right? Um, so that's kind of Primary Day's foundation is that these four years are the most important years. Um, and it truly is the foundation of the rest of their life. And I think, you know, not having kids, you know, just witnessing families, you know, stress, especially in this area with the competitiveness, as you said, Heather, that they stress about the academics and they stress about, you know, this, that, and the other thing, and what's the best school. And, you know, I really think it's better to look at your child as a whole, right? And remember that they only have one childhood and it's just as important for them to learn to be kind as it is for them to learn to read. And I think that's what you'll find at primary day, that, you know, when you enter this school, that we are prioritizing their academics as well as their interpersonal skills, as well as their social emotional skills, who they are as people. Like you said, you know, um, Neil Mufson implemented the the values um, and our eight different values. And I know he talked about that in his episode, but the importance of that. So we have a value each month and this month it's respect. And so we're talking about what does it look like to be respectful? Um, how can we be respectful in our classroom? How can we be respectful at home? How can we be respectful to strangers, right? And what that looks like. And I think um, being from Ohio and being from a smaller town and not having that competitiveness, I think that's something that I really value that primary day takes just as seriously, even in a metropolitan area where, like you said, it is extremely competitive. And I think that you know, we pride ourselves on academics, but we also simultaneously pride ourselves on the fact that your child is going to leave here ready for their future. They're yes. going to leave here able to talk to people. They're going to leave here being kind. They're going to be passionate. They're going to have a love for learning. They're going to be educated, but they're going to be educated as a whole, right? So we're mm-hmm. looking at your child as a whole um, and not just from one lens. Yes. I think I would let future families know that they've absolutely made the right decision to send their child to primary day. Our teachers always give 100%. Your child's talents will be recognized. Your child will love coming to school every day. They will make lifelong friendships. I don't know if you realize this, but we have some people that have actually met at primary day and have gotten married. Oh, really? So you may not only make a lifelong friendship, you may actually meet your future wife or husband here. (laughs) Um, Primary day children will learn values. They'll be challenged. And I think the most important thing about having a primary day education is that your child will be valued and loved. Yes, that's very important. Um, I totally agree with you that you just mentioned that uh, we are living in a very competitive neighborhood and uh, so many parents are so well educated and successful people uh, in all around our society. Uh, so a lot of people care a lot of about you know academics, how well they can read, how well they can do math, and how many foreign languages can they speak. Right. But also at the same time of day, this is also the air, that's the time you said they learn how to be a human being and they how do. to get into. We're teaching the, little humans. Yes. We're teaching them how to <laughs> the, be a human. I always say yeah. that, but it's so true. Like yes. they don't know how to say crisscross applesauce. They don't yes. know how to make eye contact. Yes. They don't know how to raise a quiet hand. They don't know how to respect somebody else when they're talking. You yes. know? So all those skills are just as important, right? Yes. If you don't have those skills, you can't do any of the rest. Yeah, right? exactly. So it's very cru- crucial, and uh, I totally recognize that primarily all, not just only focus on academic, 
but also, you know, on this well-rounded, how can you be a more, you know, developed on every aspect of your life, not just how well you read or how many foreign languages you speak, because that's just as crucial uh, as the other part most the parents always, you know, worried about or care about. But we all know because, you know, I used to work in corporate and I know many people, everybody wants to be like a CFO or CEO. Right. But the thing is that it's important that you learn how to use like the Word or Excel or how well you read or you speak to people. But what's more important is what's your view, what's your you know value you believe in, and what kind of personality you bring into, and what kind of team can you lead. Mm-hmm. That's the more important things rather than how well I'm good at Excel or right. how well I'm at PowerPoint or deliver excellent conversation, right? Yeah. right? So everything just combined together perfectly and everything is crucial. Right, and even yes. with our after-school programs, we have the supervised play, but we also do the enrichment programs, right? Mm-hmm. And so the enrichment programs are based off of what we see as a need and what our teachers have to offer. And not only that, but what our students want to learn. So outside of school, you know, outside of academics, what are things that they want to learn? So I teach a dance class after school on Mondays mm-hmm. and Wednesdays, and I have some of my old students from last year, and I think it's such a special opportunity that they get to come back and I now get to teach them in a different way. And I get to teach them about expressing their emotions through music and dance and um, all the different things that come with that. So I think it's wonderful that we offer those opportunities for the students, but also for the teachers, because we have the opportunity to connect with our past students. And I think that's really special. Yes, uh, I talked this with Ryan too, and I didn't no- notice that there are so many more programs after the COVID. Mm-hmm. Previously, it seems more, you know, uh, disciplined or, you know, uh, very to the point, like art, STEM, uh, right. or sports. But right. right now, there are so many varieties with the teacher to express the, the other self, like yes. dancing or sign language. Chess, or sign language, yeah. there's drama, yes. right? And I think that's fabulous. Yes. Something that I wanted to share was just that when you were mentioning how you were in the corporate world and everyone wants to be the CEO or the mm-hmm. CFO of their company, um, I think that that made me realize that even in pre-K, we start having our children turn and talk and share their opinions and share their views and actually collaborate. And really, we encourage working as a team and being a good team player. And that's something that I don't know that every pre-K program might do, but that's something that we really highlight is, as Molly said, we're part of a community and you need to learn how to be a good human. Yes. And that's something that we actually like put a lot of time and effort into doing for our students. Yes. Uh, I totally agree. Like the PDS value uh, is throughout the whole programs, Mm -hmm. Uh, not just as you know, Mr. Muffson said that it's the value we enhance every single month, but also during the BICO assembling or during the uh, visiting of the grandparents' day, everything was all well put together to reflect their respect, their cooperation, their collaboration, or their you know being kind or being polite. So everything just tied up so closely into their daily life and. Uh, that part, I think, is very important regardless what kind of career you want to do or what kind of like life you want to live into when you grow up. Uh, it's already, you know, started to shaping their mind and body and, uh, you know, spirit. And right. being a good audience member. Yes. And like recognizing that others have talents too and, yeah. and being confident to applaud their talents as well as your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I also have a question. That's my favorite question is that... Um, you both have been working here for 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 Miss Layton. It's two years, mm-hmm. but for Miss Machida, it's since two thousand and nine. Right. So, what is the one or two moments that really it's a hard moment for you? Like, you know, I know I made the right choice of being a PDS teacher. What are the 
memory that you wanted to share with us? I think there was a, what do we call it, Lori? It's like the admissions night, or not the admissions night when all the teachers are here and we have to present. Back to school Back night? to school. No, not no. back to school um, night. It's for oh the gosh, future families. And they come in. Admission open house. Admission open house. So we have an admission open house. And on that night, we have prospective families come in. And we start in the Beco room. And, you know, Mr. Muffson makes a speech. And he talks about why primary day is so special. And then, you know, the families break off into tours. And all the different specialists have an opportunity to talk a little bit about what they teach and what their program looks like at primary day. And so Mrs. McFeeder is our music teacher. And Miss Booth... um, do a combined presentation and they were in our classroom and you know we were a part of the tour and we kind of were just along to answer questions and to be with them in case they had anything they wanted to ask so we were watching them do the presentation and you know they acted it out as if the parents were a student in their class and so they did a lesson that would be happening on a normal school day at primary day and we all got in a circle and Mrs. McFeeders taught us not musically inclined whatsoever, but I think it was like beats and tones and something like that. And we were all holding hands and we were singing and she was doing a call and response. So she says something and you respond. And it literally gave me goosebumps because you could tell the light in the parents' eyes of like, this is what my child's going to be doing. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what I want my child to be learning. Yes. And this is exactly how I want my child to feel when they're learning. And this is what I want my child's teacher to look like when she's teaching. Right. Yes. And it was just so apparent that Mrs. McFeeders and Miss Booth and the passion that they bring to their lesson, even to a family on a night that they're a little bit nervous, was just so genuine and so authentic. It was kind of one of those moments where you're just like, wow, like this is the magic. Mm -hmm. This is where it all starts. Yes. Well, I think for me, the most important moments that I always like look back on and reflect upon are the second grade graduation and welcoming back the high school seniors that attended primary day before they head off to college. I always cry graduation. It's so hard for me to say that final goodbye knowing I won't be bumping into my students in the hallway anymore or spending time with them in our grasp after school program or having them share what's happening in their lives anymore. So graduation is definitely bittersweet. Um, The other moment that definitely always gets me emotional is when the high school seniors come back to say goodbye before heading off to college. Um, Like we said earlier, our school mascot, Biko, sends them off with a little magic powder. And it's so emotional for me because I'm just filled with pride while they share where they're going to college and what they're going to study. And each graduating class has future doctors and lawyers and environmentalists and entrepreneurs and young people that are really going to make a difference for future generations. And knowing that they all walked through our front door as little girls and boys with big dreams And that's the moment that it hits you that their big dreams are about to become reality. And I think that's something that always sticks with me every year. Yes, um, I do remember um, last year when the senior high school students coming back and they all share their um, some input or feedback uh, for the current students. I cried too. Yeah, and I noticed <laughs> there are so many parents crying too. Yeah, yeah. That is such a you know a sensational moment, but also we get so emotional and we know that our kids will be one day as big and strong as they are, mm-hmm. and you know turn into you know. Uh, not perfect, but amazing, right. you know, uh, adult that right. they can be and to, you know, make their dream come true and make this world a better place. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And as a mom of three grown children, I can say it goes by in a flash. Like before you know it, we'll have Charlotte and Logan up there and, and we'll be looking at you going, 
Remember we all did it. We all did it. We did it together, and remember how fast it went. Yes. Yes, that's true.、Uh, I do remember that we talk about that. That I'm so jealous of you. That all your kids are so grown up, and、uh, <laughs> you can have all your time and your later. And I'm jealous of、yes. you because、yeah. you still have two little ones that that want to hug and snuggle and you know、yeah. call out mommy. mommy yeah, mine don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and that may be another reason why you pick pre-K because that's、uh, the most、exactly. adorable age, and they're still you know. Hanging between the toddler towards like、uh, elementary school students here.、Yeah. Yes. How many jobs do you have where they tell you you look beautiful,、right. or you、yes. smell good, yes, or can I、yeah. have a hug? Yes. There's not that many jobs out there that you get to experience that. Or they、day. ask you, and they're like, "Miss Lee, you're old enough to have a job, but not a husband. Why don't you have a husband?" Yet? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, "I don't know why. Actually, that's a great question." <laughs> but truly, like Gloria said, like it's just you have so many opportunities. They truly look up to you, and just I mean. You have the opportunity to help them set routines and lifestyle ha- habits, and like Lori mentioned in the very beginning, the confidence that you want everyone in your life to have. And you know, I'm looking over at our affirmation station, and it's in our library, and it's a mirror, and on the mirror it says, "I am brave, I'm kind, I am smart, I'm important."、And、especially following a pandemic, I think that you know those are skills that a lot of adults are lacking, and I think that's something that we need to focus instilling in our children, so our next generation. You know, with mental health and everything, that they are able to have that confidence and have that self love and carry that through with their career and their futures. Yes.、Um, so we just talk about the future or prospective families. So what is one thing you want to share with the current families who are already enrolled in primary day, or any word with the current students? Or yes, absolutely.、Um, I think with the current families that you know the communication that I've noticed since I've been at Primary Day, my current families this year as well as the families that I've had the you know the opportunity to get to know from last year, and then I also had a great opportunity when Mr. Manalo was out、um, for his paternity leave in the fall. I had the opportunity to meet many other families in you know kindergarten, first and second through Grasp、um, when I was kind of helping with the after school program, and I think something that I would share with them is that. You know, on our end as teachers, we truly appreciate the time and the dedication that they bring to Primary Day. Right? We understand their role, and Neil always says it. But truly, we couldn't do it without them.、Um, just their communication, and you know, the time that they spend in our classrooms, and the time they spend volunteering and donating, and you know, prepping for presentations and coming in for birthdays, and you know, just every time you look around, Lori and I are always like, "Wow!" Like anything we need, we know that if we asked, we'd have、mm-hmm. it. Like they. You know, our families just go above and beyond to truly provide us with what we need. And you know, I think that as a teacher at Primary Day, you feel valued. You know that you know the parents truly admire you and truly care for you and love for you. And you know, that's I think that's another part of why Primary Day is so unique. I don't think every school can say that they feel like they're a part of the community as a teacher. You know, sometimes I think there's this divide between the families and the teachers, and that's not the case here. I think you truly feel like you're a part of the community, and that you know you're a team in your child's success, and that you know this part of their childhood. We're all in it together, kind of like Lori said. Like one day you're going to be looking up on the stage and saying, "We did it, right?" Because we are a team. And、um, so I guess just thank you. I think thank you to the fact that you are such an active participant in your child's life and education, and、um, we truly value that. And appreciate that you chose to send them here because we can't imagine the school without them. Yes, if my memory is correct, is that you? Like last year at the gala, is there like a, a bidding item? Like, 
it's like dancing with you or have a potluck with you, something or picnic with you. And the people are bidding uh, on that. And you said, I can't believe people are bidding yes, for it. Yes, exactly. That's exactly it. Yes. Right? So we have, as <laughs> a gala, we have, Lori and I offered to, you an know, auction. an auction item. And yeah. one of our auction items is to go to pre-K at the park. And um, so for students, whoever wins, the child gets to pick three additional students and go to the park with us and have, you know, McDonald's or whatever treat we decide to eat. And then we play games and play on the playground and have a picnic. And I was like in tears because I was like, people are spending this much money to like hang out with me. I'm like, I'll hang out with you for free. But um, it was, it was a really special moment to realize yes. like that truly is how much they value you and how much yes. your child values us. And that is excellent. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I, I wanted to mention this gala before I'm go- also going to interview the gala people uh, later on in this year's episode. I do remember that moment. It's very, you know, refreshing for you because yes. you were the newcomer last year it and is. you were shocked. Yeah, and, uh, I but was I, shocked. Yeah, but also I want to share with something uh, with you, with the parents, is that there's one time that I'm talking to a parent who pur- both purchased the tickets, but at the end of the day, um, they had a emergency that both of them could not go. Mm-hmm. So they decided that just the wife will go to the gala, but not the husband. So the wife told me that, let me know if you know any teachers that need a, a ticket. I'm happy to donate my husband's ticket to, to it. Mm-hmm. But also she said, even I'm busy, I still wanted to ensure I can make the gala tonight because it doesn't matter what I buy, but I need to show my support to the school. Absolutely. So that's the attitude from a lot of, you know, PD's parents is that even there's something urgent going on, they still wanted to do the, their best to support school. They know it doesn't matter whether they bid. Of course, people love you. Right. But, you know, Absolutely. even, you know, this item was bid by another, you know, highest bidder. Right. They still need to bid on something even they don't need it because right. they know that's the time or opportunity to show the support to the school. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, how lucky are we to have that type of community? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Truly. Yeah. So do you want to add anything on top of it? or? Um, I guess I just want to say that I'm really proud to be a part of Primary Day, and mm-hmm. it's been like a huge pleasure to work here for the past 14 years with so many amazing children and wonderful families. And I think that one of my very favorite things is being, you know, living close to the school. Like, you know, I bump into people all the time, and, and it's so nice to say, oh my gosh, how are you? And they like just come and give you a great big hug. <laughs> Hi, Miss Machetti, it's so good to see you, you know? And and I think that every teacher here experiences that, you know, like when we bump into someone at the grocery store, it, it, they're just so happy and so, like Molly said, so kind and so welcoming to us as teachers that it's really special. Yes. Um, and also, there's one thing I wanted to ask you. I, I think maybe I know part of the answer, but I also wanted to hear from you. Is that as a future parents, what's the benefits of letting the students join at a pre-K rather than you know later on, let's say at a kindergarten or first grade? What's your view, and what's a, you know uniqueness or a special thing you do as a for the PDS pre-K here? I think that goes back um, to our photovisual, definitely. So mm-hmm. our photovisual. Um, I know Lynn had an episode as well that explained a little yeah. bit more into that. Um, but it's really our um, phonemic awareness program, so um, our letter sound association and the way that we teach children letter sounds. Um, and that foundation of phonovisual starts in pre-K. Um, so that's something that if you come to, you know, go to a different pre-K program and then come in kindergarten, it's not, you know, that's absolutely a possibility, but it's just something that when you start off in pre-K and have that foundation, I think it makes your transition into kindergarten that much easier because you already have 
um, the understanding of the chart, the understanding of the language, what it means to be a friend of pig. Um, you're familiar with the apartment building. You're familiar with the structure of phonovisual. Um, so I think that's definitely something that um, allowing your child to come here in pre-K carries them through into second grade. Um, I, I would agree that the phonovisual program is something that you definitely want to learn in pre-K because it has so many parts to it that really solidify like a strong foundation for early literacy. Both reading and writing is developed through our phonovisual program. And I also think there are just so many magical things like our gingerbread hunt. Yes. And all of those things if your child joins in kindergarten, they're going to hear about all these amazing things that happened in pre-K, and they're going to be a little bit jealous. Like pig that party and yes. bears bash and monkey madness. And yes. If, yeah. yeah, if your child joins in kindergarten, they're going to miss out on all those special things that their classmates got to enjoy. So, yes. you know, like just say, hey, come on down to primary day in pre-K, because that's the place to be, and that's when you should begin. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Um, thank you so much for your time. I think I have went through all my questions. I don't know if you guys wanted to add anything. I think I, the one thing that I just noticed that I feel like I was carrying through the whole conversation is that education is nothing without empathy and kindness. And, yes. You know, so truly, I think one of the takeaways is that I think as a school, we value empathy and kindness just as much as we value the education. And yes. I think that's something that, you know, like we've said multiple times, your child is just going to leave here with strengths in every aspect of them them as a whole child and not just in academics. And I think that's yes. something that's really important. Yes, I agree. Because yeah. there are so many places, especially where we live, a lot of school is more like a business. Right. It's more feels like I'm the client and right. uh, you know you are and the person delivering the, the service. Yeah. But uh, not the primary day school do the things here. It's more feel like the community and a family that who wanted to look out for each other and help each other out. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. As you said, like some schools run their programs as a business, but I think at the end of the day, the thing that is most important about primary day is what is in the best interest of your child. Mm -hmm. And I think as primary day educators, that is always at the forefront. We are always here to do what is in the best interest mm -hmm. of your child and everyone else's child. And every child yes. is unique. Yes. So it's not a one-size-fits-all type of program. We're always here to make sure that we're doing right by every child and what their needs are. And that's what we always do. Yes, I think that's the most important thing. And that's why pre-K is so crucial. Because from my point of view, I remember that uh, I was talking with another parent who have been here longer. I asked, did you have, you know, Miss McDonald or Miss Mashidi? And regardless who I ask, they always give me some story. It's never it's about an academic. I'm not saying that your academic is not strong. It's it's always some story that they said, oh, she's so great because my, my kid is so shy at the beginning. And the teacher is always, you know, hugging him or hugging her to comfort him. And I think that's the most important thing. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, if I could not pronounce letter E, what's a big deal? I can pronounce it when I'm seven year old or eight year old, mm -hmm. and I can learn and read all the books when I'm 30 years old, right? So it doesn't matter much how much you can teach me on the academic side, but it's more important to let the kid feel the comfort, the love, the support yeah. uh, from the teacher. That's not something you know you can buy or <laughs> you yeah. can guarantee uh, from a business. And that's the part I really value it, mm -hmm. you know, the pre-K education and really. I'm so lucky to have both of you, and I'm also so lucky to have the other pre-K teacher, Miss McDonald and Miss Maslow, with Charlotte, too. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the most crucial part. Yes. Yes. 
I agree. And we're yeah. so lucky to have you. Families yes. like you are what make PDS goes around. And, yes. And this podcast is amazing. So thank you. We're so lucky yes. to have you to, you know, do the primary day podcast and to allow people to listen to all the magic that happens. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Thank, thank you so, so much, much for our time. Yes, thank, thank you. you so much. Yes, yes.